So one of the most talked about things right now is the art of drag. Is it inappropriate? Is it a danger to our country? I'll definitely give my two cents on that topic. Another thing that has been talked about is Matt Walsh getting criticized for being too mean when talking about trans rights activist Dylan Mulvaney. Did Walsh go too far when criticizing him or was it completely justified? My name is Jennifer, so let's begin to spill the unfiltered tea. I want to start off by saying I finally got my microphone in today. Um, I was supposed to get it sometime last week, but it didn't show up because they failed to deliver it. Then I ordered another one, and uh, here we are. So a lot of the episodes that I have planned out, um, they're going to come out a lot later because the time that I wrote them was obviously more of an appropriate time. Now I'm releasing them a little later than it should be. Anyway, let's get started. So the thing that I see about the drag community is that it is a form of self-expression and art. As a woman, I see the amount of stress from other women when they're making sure that their foundation shade matches, if their contour and concealer is blended, if their eyebrows are looking like sisters and not twins. Mine, however, look like stepsisters from different sets of parents. As I got older... I have not been wearing as much makeup on my face, mainly because I feel like most of the stuff I used to wear I don't actually need. I will occasionally do my eyebrows if I'm going to any concerts, raves, and some eyeliner, but that's basically it. Anyway, a while ago, I used to watch James Charles, and I have to say, the videos of him transforming himself into a drag queen was phenomenal to watch. It's hard enough for me to do makeup on my face where I have shapes to follow. Drag involves a lot of freehanding your look. I am fully aware that drag shows are a big thing. I know that RuPaul's Drag Race is a very popular show. This type of activity has been accepted by a lot of leftists, especially those that are in the LGBTQ plus community. I do, however, draw the line when those performances are being shown to children, and even worse, when the parents bring their children to those drag shows. I've seen photos and videos of these drag shows being shown to children out in public at elementary schools. It's beyond horrifying to watch and to see on my Instagram feed. I vaguely remember watching this video of a drag queen provocatively swinging their junk around the child. The child looks away, but their mom turns their head back to the performer and the performer is twerking in their face. The child looked like they were about five or six years old. I remember seeing another photo that Charlie Kirk posted around January 30th, where there was a child standing on stage right next to a drag queen, grabbing the performer's fake dick attached to the junk area. The dildo, of course, is photoshopped out, but I've seen the original picture posted elsewhere. The performer looked like he was having the time of his life, and that is honestly predatory. What exactly has this world come to? Last time I checked, in elementary school, I learned basic math, the four seasons, the months out of the year, took spelling tests where after we misspelled 10 words, we were required to stop and watch how the other kids made it to the back page, and they were showing how smarter than the cl- they were than the rest of the class. Drag was nowhere even close to being involved or exposed to students when I was going to school. 
Why would you want to teach children that twerking in a thong is a form of self-expression? People can say that it's harmless because the performers aren't physically touching the kids. That's like saying, I'm going to show porn to my toddler because they won't understand what's going on. I guarantee that those children are going to be scarred for the rest of their lives and it'll be the parents' fault for allowing drag performances to happen at schools or any public domain. Drag shows should only be for people 18 and over, nobody younger than that. Nothing against the bunch of people that do drag in front of an audience full of adults, but the few that perform in front of children give y'all a bad image. I read that the state of Tennessee banned drag shows from being displayed in public and areas where minors could watch. I personally think that this is the best thing that the state passed, and other states should follow this, because if you read it carefully, Tennessee did not ban drag out of its entirety. They can hold events in buildings. Minors are just not allowed to watch it. In public, there could be children around. Therefore, I stand with the bill being passed. Kentucky has also recently passed a bill that bans drag shows being held on public property. Texas ended up putting drag shows in the same category as adult-rated movies, strip clubs. Most call it hate towards the LGBTQ community, but I would see it as hate if they banned the shows completely and weren't allowed to host. Clearly, the states are giving these shows a platform. They didn't take away their rights to perform, just not in front of children. How is it this hard for people to understand? This is not transphobic. If there are parents listening to this, wouldn't you want to do anything you can to protect your children? Wouldn't you want to save their innocence? Society has gone too far into targeting children because their intentions are, we will make more people accepting of this form of expression. Kids' brains are very fragile. Let's target them. No, that is not going to happen. Not anymore. To answer the question of, is drag or the trans community a danger to our country? Yes and no. Yes, because leftists are preying upon the children to brainwash them. And no, being the fact that there are some logical drag performers, logical trans people, and liberals who know not to mess with the innocents and let kids be kids. Since this episode is related to subgroups within the uh, Alphabet Mafia, Matt Walsh has been under fire by liberals and even some moderate conservatives based on his comments talking about Dylan Mulvaney. On a personal note, I love Matt Walsh. He is very direct, says brutal facts that no one wants to hear. I listen to his podcast every single day. I actually got my boyfriend to like and appreciate that man. I do understand why he is hated among a lot of leftists, if not all of them. It's because he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He says facts. He ignores feelings because a lot of conservatives say facts ignore feelings. Anyway, also, sorry not sorry, I'm not going to refer Dylan Mulvaney as a she since he is not really a she. He's just playing a role as a she. Anyway, that was a tongue twister. 
Recently, Walsh made an episode criticizing how Mulvaney has been getting brand deals, sponsorships, getting invited to meet the president, etc. Walsh begins to make comments talking about how Mulvaney will, one, never pass as a woman, no matter how many pounds of makeup he puts on his face, he will never escape from what he really is, meaning being born a guy. People will act like they accept him as a woman, but only to avoid getting lectured or canceled. Mulvaney is being used as a platform for diversity. Walsh also proceeds to call Mulvaney artificial, manufactured, lifeless, a deep fake, amongst other colorful names. There's a lot to unpack here. I actually had to watch the clip a couple times to sort out how I want to approach this situation. So here are the parts that I definitely agree with. Mulvaney will never be a real woman. He will always have a Y chromosome somewhere in his body floating around. No amount of hormone pills will ever get rid of that past he's trying to erase. I definitely agree with the idea of forced acceptance being toxic, where if we don't accept someone transitioning or being homosexual, we're seeing at, we're, we are seen as trans or homophobes. We can accept these people as who they are, but we shouldn't be forced to like them and to show and kiss their ass for it. The number one thing people should follow, respect is earned, not given to anyone. I also think that people forgot that there is a thing called personality conflict. Do people think that it's non-existent now? Short story, I remember at one of my retail jobs, one of my managers, and I'm doing air quotes because technically his job title did not have the word manager in it. It was just known as a managerial position. He was talking about how the donations are going to a charity that supports LGBTQ communities. And I just said, great. I didn't say it in a a way where I hated my life. I said it in a way where I understood was what was being told to me. However, of course, he took it wrong and was like, do you just not support the LGBTQ community? That's rude. I responded to him by saying, this was me saying I understood where the money was going. I don't have a problem with it going towards LGBTQ. Like, seriously, come on. Anyways, when it comes to something that I disagree with Walsh on is some of the name calling. I do agree with him saying that Mulvaney is artificial and manufactured because he is obviously pretending to be a woman. I mean, he's passing out tampons to women. So I don't know. I find that a little offensive because he just assumes that every woman needs tampons. I don't know what his problem is. But uh, I would disagree with the fact that he is lifeless. He clearly has a life. He's just not being productive with it and just selling a lie that if you transition, you get free shit. And it's also for publicity. I also agree with the fact that Mulvaney is being used as a platform for diversity because you have to be seen as accepting or else your business is going to tank and people are going to protest and probably vandalize it or whatever fucking shit that they do now. But to answer the question, did Matt Walsh go too far? Coming from a moderate like myself, I honestly don't think he went far. I think this was the right amount of words and facts. I don't think he should have gone further like what some of the other Daily Wire commentators were recommending him to do. I think it was a good amount of honesty and delivery on Walsh's part. And 
I also think that the reason why people think that he went too extreme is because of the fact that like the moderates think that you need to be nice when explaining things to people. But when a topic like this has gone way too far, there's not a really nice way of putting it because you need to get facts through people's heads. And I feel like being brutally honest and a little bit mean is the way to go for people to wake up and snap out of wokeism. It is a literal disease. Um, I do want to point out that uh, transitioning into the opposite gender does not improve your self-esteem. On Matt Walsh's What is a Woman documentary, by the way, highly recommend everyone should watch it, he interviews a man that has detransitioned named Scott Nugent, and he talks about how it harms one's mental health more than helps it. It is a topic that is not talked about because the mainstream media wants to normalize it and say this permanent change that you are doing to yourself will solve all your problems when it's not true. Another girl named Chloe Cole appeared on an episode of Jordan Peterson's show and talked about the lies of transgenderism and how brutal the process is when you are fighting with biology. I really feel bad for the people that have been lied to because going through transitioning and detransitioning takes a toll on the body and ruins one's mental health. I even heard recently that Jazz Jennings, a well-known uh, transgendered self-proclaimed woman, he is now experiencing some complications and I honestly feel bad for him. A life-changing process in exchange for a lifetime of regret and questioning life choices. Bottom line, I'm against the idea of transitioning to the opposite gender because I think people do it for the wrong reasons. It won't solve whatever self-esteem issues one may have. It just makes it worse. I have never heard anyone tell me they were 100% satisfied with their decision to transition. Honestly, if people are in need of help, and self-identity issues, I would say going to therapy helps. I mean, I've gone through it when I've had my hard times. It honestly puts you in a better place because making impulsive decisions just doesn't solve your problems. It really doesn't. Anyway, that's all for this episode. I am aware that the topic of transitioning has become a very touchy subject, but I felt like I stepped up to the plate to deliver my opinion by looking at this issue from both sides. Please give this podcast a follow. We are streaming on rss.com, Spotify, and now Apple Podcasts. I'll see y'all next time when I spill more of the unfiltered tea.